the Punk After Show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What talk about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double tap does what the f- he wants. The Point After Show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in peewee hell. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Eddie Daddy from The Point After Show. I'm here with Luckbox Lipko and Cabby, the producer, Caviston. It's Cyber Monday, or as Ray Allen calls it, just Monday. <laughs> and we are back with The Point After Show this week after holiday week uh, between Thanksgiving and Christmas now, a lot of holiday shopping being done. And we have an exciting show. And before Tommy's going to mention it right now. I just want to say, the, you know, the turkey wasn't the only thing that got stuffed this week. Eddie's fantasy team took a stuffing from my team, and I whooped his ass. And it potentially came, not come out of playoffs. It came down to the Steelers. You had uh, Boswell, the kicker, and um, Martavis Bryant. Came through for me. Yeah, you ended 100%. up beating me by like six points. So oh, well, congratulations, Lipco's legends. How you guys doing in the uh, in the industry yeah, duds league? Listen. Industry duds. I might pull out a, a, a win against Tommy tonight. We had a battle. Oh, you guys are playing on that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was boy. awesome. I'm up by I think like seven or eight. He has Justin Tucker going. Tonight. Yeah, Tucker is going to be kicking field goals for days though. That's all he okay. does. He's going to kick at least a fifty yarder tonight. I'm I'm going to guarantee that one too. Okay. And I'm going to pull out the W there. I, I won't be officially eliminated at that point, but uh, the wheel of opportunity is pretty tight. So, Cavi, how you doing in the industry league? Uh, I'm tied for first place. Here we go. Eddie, Eddie's over here with the little pump, pumping up Cavi's <laughs> head. We're going to have to knock <laughs> out the doorway to get him through. Yeah, I'm tied for first place. I play Dan Harris, um, our buddy from over at uh, Fantasy Pros next week, and uh, I feel good about it. Oh, it's terrible, Cav. No offense. I love you it. Know, uh, Eddie and I were talking about this yesterday, and you're going to hate me. I, I, I said to Eddie, I'm like, you know, I really want someone from the point after show to win this one, but I think it would go, my brother would be the first person I wouldn't want to win it, and then Cabby's the second, because he would literally, whenever you and Amanda travel, you'd be like, oh, Perry <laughs> County, there'd be you in an Instagram picture with the belt. Oh, it's going everywhere. Oh, Donna Lancaster yeah, drinking beer, there's you with the belt. I would not be able to take it. I might actually just start wearing it, like, as oh, a fashion you accessory. just put it in your back window of your truck. Yeah. I, I have a gun rack that I don't use. Let's <laughs> <laughs> put it in the gun rack. Uh. <laughs> How many guns do you own? None. It just came with it. Cavi's getting his belt loops extended yeah. on his pants so he can just wear that as an actual belt. <laughs> Thinking about it. Cavi, yeah. that's a nice buckle. Yep, won it. Fancy bros. <laughs> Industry duds, bro. Yep. But I think we're all doing pretty solid. Maybe Polly's falling down the, the ranks a little bit. but He's, he's not doing, in last. I know that. He's good. sniffing last. He, he's only doing... Uh, he's In two leagues I know of, he's doing okay in, and that's Lipko's Legends. What do we call it? The, the League of Note? Yeah. Our, our League of Note, yeah. And uh, and then, uh, you know, my uh, in-laws league, he's doing well there, too. My whole team <laughs> fell apart with David Johnson going down. But other than that, the FF advantage is, like I always said, he's a disadvantage. So I have... Uh, I actually, now that I think about it, have a bone to pick with everybody because I get shit every time that I take Gronk in... The first or second round, it was released today um, that he has the most touchdowns of any player since entering the league. 
in the time that he's been in the league, he has more more touchdowns than any other player. Hey. Yeah, maybe. I'll have to yeah. look it up. I just, Qu- aside from quarterbacks. The only thing that always made me nervous about him is his injuries. Oh, yeah, and it you does. I mean? It's like a big time, risk. Yeah, it is. But big reward, too, maybe. I, I was wishing I had him. Yeah, I was wishing I had. I didn't trade him to you this week, uh, but well, luckily, Ertz, Ertz luckily Ertz, had more fantasy points. Luckily, Ertz was all right. Ertz is a stud. Ertz is absolute stud. The only thing that hurt you on that trade was uh, Garcon going down. So, actually, I, I look at it this way. I, you know, I, I fingers crossed should make the playoffs now that I, I stomped Eddie's D in this week, um, and I know I traded you a second round pick that's going to hurt a little bit next year. But I look at it as I traded you a second-round pick for you to have to wear the license plate frame the entire year. I don't know. It's, it's going to come down to Baltimore's defense tonight. Uh, I need 25 points. So well, we still have one week left. Well, yeah, even if he loses I, this oh, today, he's he, there's no it's, chance of him It's me and Mazza. He would have so to outscore Mazza next week by like 100 points. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so won't. it's not going to happen. So Cavi and the Ranger will have the iHeart Fantasy Football in hot pink and... Who knows, Ooh. though? Stranger things have happened. That's true. Stranger Solid things point. too. Yeah. yeah, even you know, next week we'll bring it down to that. But I actually could use 11 to come out there and do something <laughs> wild for me. The upside me. down. So, yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, exactly. I'll leave it at this. Going from champ to this, I, yeah. it's the upside down for sure. I'll give you, uh, you know, good luck nod in the, the industry does. If I don't make playoffs, which I don't think I will, you know, good luck. I hope you finish in second. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> Lipco's Legends, I'm just putting you all on notice. Look out. Rivera, coming for you. Chachi, I hope you miss playoffs. FF Advantage, he's he's in playoffs for sure. And my old man, Pops, coming for you. Get ready, baby. Yeah, so good luck to everyone out there. Last week of fantasy football for a lot of leagues, uh, week 13, and then the playoffs start. So if you're on the brink, like you're a lot, you know, good luck. All we can do is uh, put in our best lineups and pray. Give them hell. So let's get into our top stories of the evening. We'll talk about the Alabama versus Minnesota basketball game first. This was a little crazy. Alabama basketball team finished the last 10 minutes of the game, which is three players on the court, and they almost won. Yeah. That's incre- back, That's, yeah. that's they, amazing. They outscored them. They yeah. did. They outscored 30 to 24 30 to 24. In the last 10, 50. Uh, you know, there was the bench-clearing brawl. They all got tossed. They well, they they came onto the court, which is a no-no. They all get yeah. tossed, which is kind of BS. You know, you watch some of them may have come out further than others. Others were just kind of all caught up in the moment. There were some haymakers getting thrown. Eh. I don't know if I saw a punch land, but I saw yeah. like some haymakers getting thrown. And uh, then you had uh, Dazon Ingram. He fouled out, and John Petty got the injury, bringing him down to three players, three on five. Unbelievable. Uh, I. I I thought it was awesome. Just out there dropping bombs, stealing the ball. Like if you're playing, if you're the the, the, the if you're Alabama with three players, Minnesota, you got to feel bad about yourself when the ball's being stole off you, being taken full court, and they're and then they're coming down and dropping a three in your eye. The next, the well, next Minnesota's ranked fourteenth. Well, what kind yeah. of defense do you play when you have three players on court? Play like a one. Hoping two? a prayer. Like a that's, one that's two what defense? they were playing. They were playing a one two. If if yeah. that's what you want to call it, yeah, two one. It, it unbelievable, yeah. right? It's it's tough to do. They but Colin Sexton man. came off. He he was a stud. He went out and finished the game with forty points. Obviously, you know, with the last eleven minutes, you have nobody else really. Uh, that was the first time a Bama player scored uh, forty or more since nineteen seventy eight. You know, Minnesota's coach came out after the game and said, "Listen, this Sexton kid is unbelievable. He's a freshman. Yeah, he's already, They're saying he's already a lottery pick, but yeah. this just secures it. Right? Came out and said, "Listen, this is the kind of kid that could go out there and beat a team by himself." Mm-hmm. And you know, basically, did. damn well did. 
so, hey, Bama, fight on. Hopefully your basketball team makes it to the playoffs because it looks like your football team might miss out. No burn. Love it. Loved that. All right, keeping it with college, we're going to move over to football. The Tennessee Volunteers, uh, Greg Schiano coaching Debacle. Debacle, yeah, I guess that's one word to put it. Coaching, um, not coaching, hired, not hired, fired. Yeah, they backed out on Shiano as their head coach. Um, Which is wild because it's one of it's the first time it's ever happened this way. Like a lot of times you see the coach get hired and then back out. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the first time a school's ever backed out before the coach even got to campus. Um, Just a lot of backlash, I guess, yeah, they're pe- getting from... Uh, people don't like kids getting... Diddled, you know, it's kind of what it comes down to. Here's my thing: I, I don't disagree if, if that happened, but you know, um, who knows if that happened? You had McQuarrie is the one who claimed out, came out and claimed it during the trial and said that, you know, Shiano came in white as a ghost and said, "Oh, Jerry was in there doing some things with boys." Um, Sandusky, State, that is. Oh right, yeah, yeah. It's a little backstory. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, there, Sandusky. I said Shiano was doing things. Um, no, you said Jerry was. You just said oh, Jerry. Okay, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to clarify, not like... Thank you, yeah, different no, cherry. Could, could be any cherry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, Ohio State came out and had Shiano's back, and Penn State came out and had Shiano's back and said that these claims are completely false. They, they were never uh, proven, whether it's court-related, whatever-related, and I kind of feel bad for Shiano. I, I, I don't know. Belichick came out really? in support of him today. Yeah, it's... Said it's the biggest mistake that Tennessee ever made and that he's the best coach they could have got. And it's... And it's Kind of shitty. Like, who's held responsible for that? You know, they had the social media stir that, that stopped it, and there was a lot of protests on campus. They actually, uh, Tennessee has a big rock. You know, it's called the Rock, and uh, you know, Dwayne Johnson. No, it, no, uh, he's a, a much more physical presence than Tyrone Biggums is yeah. down there looking at the rock. But no, it's just a big. It's a big boulder that they you know have painted white, and you know it's a big thing on campus, and somebody's uh, spray painted. You know, Greg Schiano uh, enabled child molestation or something like that on it, and people are in an uproar. Rightfully so, to an extent. But I mean, it's not like he's like been under a rock since this happened. I mean, he's at Ohio State. He's at a major school as a defensive yeah. coordinator. Um, it's just people are going to bitch and complain about the about things, and yeah, I guess the world you know, we're living in. Being attached to that. Um, Situation in any way is going to follow you forever. It is, you know? and it's unfortunate um, to a point, like you said, to an extent. But I mean, could he have done more if he saw things and those allegations are actually true? Who knows? I mean, um, I don't know much. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. I don't know how much weight it holds, but uh, I was driving through Messiah's Messiah College campus a couple weeks ago, and there was a sign in a kid's dorm window that said Joe Panu. So, so, so maybe it did. Maybe that kid's just ten years behind the time and <laughs> hasn't cleaned his window since. But that could be true. You know, they wrote it in Sharpie. Yeah, it seems like uh, it seems like we'll never know fully what went on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like if you were connected to that program, only anyway, those involved you should will probably, know, right? Yeah. Like the rest of the world will never know. There are no cameras, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But it, it's it stinks if you were even involved in that program at the time because oh, your name's tied to that for the rest of your life, and and career decisions will be made for or against you, most likely against you, based on your ties to that program. And I guess to an extent, maybe that's you know that that. House of Cards needed needs needed to fall for at the time. Now I think, you know, if we if we've allowed Shiano to coach this long and he's proven himself and yada yada yada, 
But I think that that at the time that House of Cards had a fall for recovery purposes, and and that's just a coincidence. You're mentioning mentioning House of Cards, who was starred by, or oh. who was the starring actor was Kevin Spacey too. Yes, okay. it was just a coincidence. Yeah. However, allegedly, yeah, allegedly, that's a really great analogy right there, Ed. <clears throat> Thanks for connecting those dots. Appreciate <laughs> Any, it. Anyway, uh, let's keep with college football and talk about the LSU Tigers fight song or band song that uh, I guess Odell Beckham came to bought and paid for by Odell. Basically, they, he went to the band and asked them to play this uh, neck song that. You know, the the words have been skewed over the years to... Who wants to say it? I, who, wants, who wants to, to be uh, the Cavie, fairy? you're, uh, the you're the one that brought it to our does. attention. No, I'm not. Tommy brought it to our oh, attention. I did not do that. <laughs> he certainly did. Okay. What did they say? Suck? I don't um, know. Suck that tiger dick, bitch. Oh, yes. there we go. <laughs> uh, thank that, you, Eddie. For so so the, the original song is is Neck, and there's two versions of it. There's... You know, the original one um, by a, a group in the 80s called Cameo. And then uh, later on, there's a version um, that was remixed by Dem Franchise Boys. Okay. And uh, we can play a little a little clip for you here of it real quick. Pretty innocent. So the real words are you're talking out the side of your neck. Eddie does that on the frequent. They changed it to, you know... Um, that and I think we might have a clip of that too. Let's see if we can. Uh, yeah, we have a clip of that with Odell leading uh, leading lead. the chant here. I mean, it is pretty catchy. <laughs> it is actually really. It's a. It, Eddie's over it's here. It's kind of funky, you know. Yeah, it's it's like, like he has. I was talking out of my neck. Like he has his Walkman on with the headphones blasting stuff. So apparently, it's that that song's been uh, really popular among uh, HBCs and HBUs um, in the South for many many years, and it was pretty in- innocent until uh, around 2006. And everybody will remember that's when LSU went on their um, national championship run. Mm-hmm. And uh, during that is when they started, uh, you know, ad-libbing the words to it. And at the national championship game, apparently, like, the entire stadium it caught on to was singing it. And that's when the administration at LSU said, hey, maybe not the best look for us. We should kind of distance ourselves from this because there were T-shirts that said it. And uh, But enter you know the man, we, the myth, the legend. Should, we should put out a- we should put out an article asking everybody to figure out who was the originator of these lyrics. Right? Somebody identify him, right? Identify him, bring him out to us, and we'll bring you on the show. We'll interview you. We'd, we'd like to hear how you went from talking out of the side of the neck to suck my dick, bitch. Suck that tiger. Oh, suck that tiger dick, bitch. I mean, they are the tigers. Yeah, yeah, sure. I get that part, but yeah. I, I don't know how it translates. And especially because, like, they're actually adding... Like a whole nother syllable to the thing, because talking out the side of your neck could be suck that tiger, but then you're adding the bitch part. So maybe just a little. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Hey, yeah. I, yeah, I like they to added the dick. They did. Yeah. Eddie Eddie's known for doing that. But one. yeah, you know. So enter Odell Beckham on Saturday, talks the band into playing it, and uh, agrees to pay the fine. That. Uh, so what's what's the leader of a band? The major. The major D. Major D. 
<laughs> or the conductor. Or conductor. I mean, yeah, whoever is Major the leader. D might actually be completely wrong, and maybe either way, be. we'll just say that the leader of the band. Yeah. And uh, uh, do they keep their job? Right. Maybe not. Um, I'm looking at the guy here, and Odell's in his ear, and the guy looks to be about like he, he looks like Martin Short. Okay. Um, with Trump's hair. Mm. Um, and Odell's like in his ear so he might have just done it out of pure fear cause like he's a very small man and I, if Odell Beckham told me to do something I would do it he's an NFL player and he's just he's jacked and you know I would do whatever he told me to do um, yeah I don't I, there had to be some cash involved in that I know he said he paid the fine but at the same time what's this, this either the school knew about it and was okay with it or he has to get fired that's all I say. Let's we could start a I don't know. If a school said, Hey, that's not our look, you know, your your president of your school says this isn't we're not gonna do it anymore, right? Imagine if you went to work and But they haven't done it in like ten years. Oh, so that makes it okay because it hasn't been done in that long? Well maybe they Hey, we us. slipped up. Like what's your excuse for that? Especially when there's cameras everywhere and you see Odell in your ear saying, Hey, go play that. There's many other options. And you have to figure they had to practice it. How does the band just know that song? They could play Thriller. I don't know. Right? Ed. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Unless it's like... No, nah, they have... Dude, these kids are in these bands and these that's true. major they, schools. Yeah. They, could, they could read sheet music or just say, hey, play this song. And it. But the sheet music would have to exist. Like, I don't know about you, but until this, I never heard this great tune before. Actually, the Ann and I uh, walked down the aisle to this. We skipped the traditional stuff. It is a pretty good jam. And uh, we were talking on the side of our next wedding. The only cameo song before that I heard was Word Up. That was a pretty good jam, too. That was a good song. Uh, but speaking of... Uh, speaking of tiger dicks, tiger... The cabbie loves it. <laughs> he is. He's hooked. All right. Put it on shuffle. <laughs> Put it on repeat. Uh, Cabby's going to be playing that in his iPod. <laughs> but Tiger Woods is back. Switching it over to golf now. Playing the Hero World Challenge this week. And he requested, since he does uh, basically sponsor and put on this event, that he's going to tee it up and play with Justin Thomas the first two rounds. So I can't wait to watch. I- I'm excited that he's back in the golf world. We saw it last year. He played in this tournament last year, then you know dropped out of the Farmers uh, Insurance Open at the beginning of the year. Hopefully he's healthy enough is, to, to keep it going. Is that a normal thing? What's like, that? To request who you who you go with? This is a, this isn't a PGA tournament. It's okay. a charity. The Tiger Woods Foundation, I guess, sponsors this event a year. It's only it's him and nineteen or eight, 17, 17 okay. other PGA players. It's basically just a charity event. Can, which is awesome, can we gamble man. on it still though? Like yeah, it, we'll still be there's, draft yeah, there's yeah, uh, okay. DraftKings and yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, so Taylor, start working on that. Yeah, oh, yeah, and then in, intern Kyle challenged me to another bet. I still uh, we're, we're not. This is a different one, Eddie. I know. Oh, I know. Okay, but um, he, he wants to take. He said a line that a uh, top eleven. He said that Tiger will finish out of that. That's tough to do because you have what eight of the top ten players in the world are playing in this. Yeah. Um, so there goes probably eight slots. So that gives me three more spots. You're looking at, you need like a uh, Molinari to be poop. Uh, it's Robbie, well, la- Robbie Molinaro? Yeah. Last year, because it's a no-cut event. So there's everybody makes no, it. No, there's, there's two cuts. There's no cut. There's there's a, definitely a cut. 
So anyway, but last year Tiger, even though he finished dead last, he had the most birdies the entire week out of anybody else in the in the tournament. So well, that that was the thing is like he he, he would put, blew up or what? He puts a couple holes. good holes yeah. together, but then just, I don't know. His confidence is, has been awful. Well, I heard he's back. I'm oh, you have no idea. Like I always said, I I was a big Phil Mickelson fan, so I hated Tiger Woods growing up until. He got hit with a nine iron. His back windows busted out. He wrecked the car across the street from his house. Got divorced. Found out he was doing prescription drugs. Got a couple DUIs. Got divorced. Paid her a hundred million. And then uh, started was banging, banging Vaughn. Was banging everybody in the world, not just mm-hmm. Lindsey Vaughn. And had his phone hacked. Had his dick come out. Yeah. Um, good for him again. And, <laughs> yeah, he's probably getting more play than ever. That was a hog. Shit, like this guy looked like he had that squeaky clean image, and here he was, my kind of guy, his entire life. I apologize, Tiger Woods. I fucked up. I should have loved you from day one. And I'm your biggest fan right now. I hope you come back. I hope you beat, this you is know, Stan. Jax. Jax, what's that? I'm your biggest fan. This is Stan. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. This is Tom. Uh, this is Tom. This is, this is uh, Top Shot I got my Tom. girlfriend in the trunk. <laughs> Dare me to drink it for the vodka. Dare me to drive. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for this guy to come back, break records, win tournaments, win majors, just basically... Flip his middle fingers to the world and say, "Look at all my sponsors turn their backs on me. All the fans, all the players, all the golf analysts, analysts turn their back on me. Please, Tiger. You know, like I was having a conversation with my father-in-law this past weekend about this, and you know, Forbes back early in mid 2000s, late 2010 teens, somewhere in there, was like." Tiger is the first professional athlete to become a billionaire before Michael Jordan, they said, uh, before taxes, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's he's he thinks he's coming back for money. Obviously, I don't think that's why he's coming back, you know. Sure doesn't help or um, doesn't hurt. No, for sure. But I, honestly, fine. I think Tiger has to be in the right mental state right now because why, why else would he come back? Like, let's be honest, his ego was the biggest thing ever, ever. Of probably any professional athlete, doesn't matter what sport, his ego was just ginormous. And why would he want to come back for, you know, maybe another 50 mil, 100 mil over what? You think he plays another maybe, if healthy, five, five years, seven, yeah. ten years? Why would he come back for 50, 100 mil over that span to make himself look like an asshole? I think this guy is on point right now. I think he's crushing it, his putters just stroking it. I think he's back to the Denny's broads. So you think he's back? I'm, I'm going out on a limb here. I'm, I'm going to take that bet with intern Kyle, and I'm going to say this guy's back. I think he's going to be the real deal. So it's like top 10-ish this week? Uh, I think he is, yeah. He's going to Costanza. A little calf stanza. I'm saying, I'm say, I don't know about this tournament alone, but I think this tournament's going to show us a lot of what he can do because he's going to be... Calm, relaxed. It's his own tournament. All these players aren't going to be out there trying to make him look. No, they're dick. they're just going they're going to go out there to have fun this week. They say he's crushing the ball though. Yeah. Oh, he always did. You know. But like, let's be honest. You have DJ in the mix here. You know, he's probably going to uh, be sober. And you, then you have Jordan Spieth and like you said, Ricky Fowler and Justin Thomas all out there. Those guys are going to be boozing their faces off the entire week. You know, they mm-hmm. they post the videos of the what they comes up the Birdie Boys or something. Uh, I forget what they do every spring break. Spicy. But they go out and they just get hammered, jumping off boats, playing in their <laughs> shorts, drinking boot. That's the group I would love to hang with. I, I think I'd have a good time there. But Tiger, let's do it, buddy. Let's win this one.
Yeah, the Hero World Challenge tees it up this uh, Thursday, Thursday to Sunday. We well, seem to throw Rocco Media in there and get Tiger on point. Yeah, that's that love Rocco Media. They had that showdown in that one tournament a couple of years it's back. The only golf tournament I ever watched. That's why I always reference it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna wrap up tonight's episode with the fight of the week. And we're the, not talking the, boxing or Michael Bisping. No, the rematch between Michael Crabtree and Aqib Talib. Aqib. Uh, Aqib. What? I can't. Yeah, I'm done. Anyway. No, I'm just done Aqib. with uh, trying to spell people's, or say people's last names. Aqib Talib. Yeah. Uh, but they were ejected. Both of them were ejected on Sunday over a fight, and this is the second time this happened. Talib ripped the gold chain off of Michael Crabtree's neck, and then basically Crabtree just started throwing haymakers. He got ejected. Um, Talib got ejected, and even number sixty-six for the Raiders. The I center. Who it was, yeah, he got ejected as well. But I think a lot more. He people got ejected for pushing a ref. Oh, yeah, I think we a watched, lot more. We were watching that. There were so many people throwing punches. They should have went and watched the replay. Oh, there, there was at one point there was a pile of people on the ground. And there was a big lineman on top of there just bunching inside that, oh, like a dirt ball. There was another point where, like, one player had somebody from the opposing team in, like, a headlock, and, like, four people are just, like, throwing mm-hmm. jabs at his head. It was unbelievable. Wild. You know, uh, Aqib Tlaib's new nickname is now Two Chains. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> um, but you watch him. It was kind of stupid of uh, Crabtree. You know, it shows he's kind of a man. Talib, we all know him. You know, he got shot or had a gun or something earlier this year, right? What happened there? Something along those lines. Uh, but Crabtree was missing his helmet. Talib ripped it off. But then those two were throwing dukes again in the end zone. That was uh, what was cracking me up. Like you're gonna try to bo- you're gonna you're gonna stand up box with a guy who has a helmet on. Yeah. Yeah. Although he did get under the mask. He get, he he caught him underneath yeah. there. So well, even Steve Ur- Steve Urkel, uh, Jaleel White, he said. If someone touches my gold chain, I'd fuck them up terribly. <laughs> so I don't know. If, I don't know if uh, Carl Winslow would agree with that. Did he say it in reference to that, or is he yeah, just quoted no, to say that? No, yeah. <laughs> in reference to that. Uh, was that Stefan that said that? Or, uh, Stefan, that was, that was probably yeah. Stefan. Not yeah, Steve. That, that was Stefan coming out. Yeah, uh, Steve, Steve would probably blame himself and say, "Did I do that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here I'm gonna go on the air and embarrass myself. I uh, one year for Christmas asked for the Steve Urkel doll. Mm, okay. And I had it with the pull string. With the pull string? Yeah, and, and it was kind of weird. I asked for it, but then I didn't realize it was going to come in like a doll case. Like, you know, like, I think it was a Cabbage Patch doll. Kind was of this like 2012? No, no, 2016. <laughs> okay. And, Pretty um, worth money, though. Uh, me and my brother, that year we got caught, but we ended up opening all the presents like two weeks before Christmas. <laughs> and we opened them up like perfectly right along the tape line so we could slide so the put gift it back out, in, yeah. put it right back in the wrapping. And, uh, like, I almost cried when I saw my parents got me a doll at first. What did you think it was? I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a doll, like a Barbie or something. Yeah, what did you think it was going to, like, uh, come as? I didn't know. Oh, I didn't okay. Know. I, didn't, I didn't know. First off, I didn't know they got it. You know, I always thought right. Steve Urkel, you know, and I didn't know. And, that, like, this was back when, and there's nothing wrong with this, whether you're gay or not. I don't give two shits. Obviously, I guys know that. But then I didn't know it was... You know, I I thought it was kind of your parents told you you were gay back then. Like I was like six, you know, 
Okay. So here I am getting a doll. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gay. Like my parents never told me. You this know? is like uh, this is. I'm, I feel like I'm listening to Same Love by Macklemore. It's, like yeah. it's like the first verse. Yeah, right. Exactly. I feel like we're like Doctor Drew and Tommy's all <laughs> about his childhood. <laughs> this guy yeah. is good, Eddie. <laughs> Ta- Tommy was like, uh, uh, I'm playing the James Buchanan on this. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm good at Little League, but yeah. I keep my room straight. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. And you love girls before pre-K. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was weird. That that was a weird part in my life right there. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah it's a full circle here with this. Like, I feel like part. we were on Dr. Phil there. I'll for give a you guys yeah, a hug after yeah. if you'll give it back. <laughs> but yeah, so hey, listen. I'm Suspensions going, definitely looming, probably, right? Yeah, the NFL. There has to be a ton of suspensions yeah. going around. You, about I this. bet you a bunch of guys are going to get, they're going to wake up to fines. Yeah, I, yeah I or, be or did wake up the fines this morning. I would be surprised just, if Crabtree and Talib got suspended a game. Oh, I definitely see that, but I mean, I think the NFL will go back and watch that footage, and I think all those guys will end up with fines yeah, that were fighting, probably. and they'll slow it down I, and they'll watch it. And, I want to ask this question, and let me know what you guys think. Is you know, obviously these guys are world class athletes; they're, they're like top one percent of athletes in the world. But at the same time, they're some of the biggest role models that kids look up to, idolize, and want to be like. Um, do you think the NFL or teams, owners, even down to college and high school level, should have tougher penalties on these players, like for going out there and just starting a brawl during a football game or a basketball game, like just expulsion from the, the, the program? I think the NHL handles it the best. Just let them fight. Just let them duke it. Let just but it has to be one on one. Nobody can jump in. It can't. Yeah. Like as soon as it goes that, you get ejected. Just embrace but just, it. If 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 um, Talib and Crabtree were just left alone to duke it out, first one to hit the ground, then it's over. You don't jump on them. They so kind of kind of rule behind it. Use that kind of that's uh, standard hey, across all hey sports. Kids, this is this is how you should fight. You, someone drops, don't kick them, punch yeah. them again. Well, you let it. Like I think the NFL has a great standard behind it. Because nobody can jump in. As soon as somebody jumps in, it's NHL over. Man. NHL, yeah, what I say? NFL. NFL. Yeah. The NHL. I think that's a great standard for it. Yeah. I, I, you know, you're going to have some people with not I'm as actually, pretty smiles. but I'm actually surprised that that NHL still does that in, this, in today's world. Oh, that's... Ooh, I mean, it's know, actually a, it's a really big part of the game. Like, yeah. you actually have guys on teams whose only job that is. It's to go out there you're, and fight You're called the enforcer. So you're a guy who's, like, tough. Mm-hmm. But probably wouldn't be in the NHL for any other reason. You're like the reason. Happy Gilmore. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, like you take yeah. your skate off and try to. Yeah, stop you're the only person to take your skate <laughs> off. There's a really good movie called The Enforcer. Um, that um, uh, the guy, you know, the skinny guy in um, he's the new in guy? no, he's DJ Qualls. No, no, he's in uh, all the Seth Rogen movies. He's like the main, the other main character in the oh. one with all the comedians. You know what I'm talking about? Like he's like his friend that comes to visit in the one where they all die. Oh, okay. This is the Michael end. Sarah? No. no. Uh he's like the one that comes to visit, like the black haired yeah. guy, Canadian guy. Um I know who you mean. and he's in uh he's in Knocked Up. He's like the roommate in Knocked Up. Okay. The real skinny guy. He was he was uh that that movie where whatever. The girl was better than looking than him. He shouldn't have been dating her. Yes. I what that movie yeah, was, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Okay. So he um Every every uh, teen movie ever made, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he he, um, he did a really good movie called The Enforcer, which apparently is like it's like it like it was one of the biggest movies in Canada of the last ten years. There's like three sequels. Oh wow! It's huge. Didn't really cross over in America because 
People have cable here. Yeah, because America. Um, America. Yeah, hockey's just not what it is up there. But um, I watched a really cool interview with him and the guy who played the enforcer, who was a real hockey player, whose job it was just to be an enforcer. And he would just like he he said he's like I I, I was a decent hockey player, a decent skater, decent um, shooter, and I could like so he was good enough to be on the ice with people, but he mm-hmm. wasn't like your prime pick. But he had like a 15 year career made a bunch of money just because he was like the tough guy that when somebody messed with one of their players he would just go he would go fight and yeah. beat him up well or that's whatever, what we do know? with Eddie when we go out the bars right you know <laughs> someone's looking at us funny but like, hey, get him go take care get of that him. yeah yeah but yeah so, so the enforcers I, I don't know I, I think it's so ingrained in hockey it would probably never go away we were at a game in Reading mm-hmm. not that long ago a man's little cousin was playing and there there was a fight there but um, it actually broke out into, like, a bigger one, mm. like, where, like, a bunch of them started fighting. And, like, they, they basically – they and, and it's weird how hockey happens. So, like, the one kid got busted up really bad. He was bleeding. So, like, he couldn't sit in the penalty box. He had to go heal. So, like, they had to give it to somebody else. So, like, somebody oh, else got okay. his minutes. And it ended up being a man as a little cousin. He had to, like, sit in the box for, like, the last eight minutes of the game or whatever. You know, and you could tell it pissed him off. But, mm-hmm. you know, he, he ended up having to take those minutes for him. Yeah. I was just saying, like, today's world, everything's oh, so yeah. PC. Right. That's a big thing still in the hockey industry. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. I think that I think that would be the, mo- the most fair way to, like, implement that in all sports. Maybe not. <clears throat> Have a little maybe ring. Not, yeah, maybe, not, maybe not baseball. It's kind of like the peanut butter on Wednesday night. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and maybe not. I mean, I guess football would be the harder one because you could have, like, you know, a, a, a three hundred and seventy-five yeah. pound offensive lineman. It's like the original UFC. Yeah, versus a you know two hundred and ten pound five foot ten running back that could end really badly. Hockey guys are kind of in the same range, yeah, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it could be interesting. Well, I don't we know. Can, maybe we can pitch pitch that to uh, yeah, let's see what commissioner. We can do that. Yeah, get, get Goodell on the phone and see what he has to say about it. I don't know. That's, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Maybe we'll pitch that idea and uh, we'll, we'll let our, our listeners know in the future. So I, so I think that's all we got for you guys this week. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to us. Check out thepointaftershow.com slash, I don't know if there's merchandise or not still on there. Yeah, there's yeah. still merch. All right, maybe you get some Christmas presents for your fiance. We should have done a Cyber girl. Monday deal. We should have. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Eddie's been cybered all Monday. Oh. Using that AIM up before it ends at the end of the year. ASL, biatch. Anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, be sure to check us out next week. Thanks.